So at this point, we just have to learn to laugh at the ridiculous ridiculousness of what's happening at the moment with these injuries and potential suspensions now with Horsburgh as well. So we're hoping here in the peoples that we'd end up getting close to that thousand mark. But surprisingly, a lot of people had a pretty good week there. And if you if you had a lot of trades, it was good. But I think if you kind of missed out on a lot of the, the trade-ins over the last sort of few months, even those types of teams that maybe haven't made trades over the last bunch of weeks have done pretty well. So... Yeah, very, very impressive across the board. A 9.55 for the, pre- the peoples there. It was solid. Yeah, having Valance, Garrick, Carraza laid out, obviously there, Murray and Hines. We filled a 16 and end up putting on a solid total and making just a couple of ranks. And with the one round to go, it's going to be very, very interesting. It sounds like Nico is a good chance of returning. We'll obviously have Cam Murray. They need to win to make finals, which is good. Garrick is virtually no chance Valance, a small chance there. Karaz looks like he's going to be out in this week as well. Ponga likely gone. Manu, oh, sorry, Ponga definitely gone. Manu most likely gone. Hawkwood definitely out. And, uh, yeah, potentially guys like Grant and Payne Haas with his dislocated finger. There's a lot going on in this one. But on a nicer note, I'm in an absolutely remarkable place in the world right now. I'm have a little bit of a geese. Got the, uh, the mountains here in, in Queenstown. And run the lake there as well. So it's a little bit of a nicer sight than our fantasy teams right now. That is for sure. But uh, a 9.55 for the people. As I said, let's hope that we can kind of hold rank, I think, because it's a pretty solid effort, the 13.80. Uh, considering the last few years have been really, really high for us. It's not our best, but, yeah, it's definitely something that's, uh, yeah, it's in the top 1%. Definitely something to be proud of uh, for a squad that's, yeah, just a, a team vote, basically. So, yeah, that's that on the people's score. We have one more week to go, and, We'll add this one in with Scoop's side as uh, as the review video. I think we'll do them together, which would be pretty cool on that front there. So that is the People Squad. My squad, we did cop it a little bit here. Going from a rank of 59, so we absolutely smashed it last week, to a 906 and a 94 rank in this one. So we end up having the 16 players, but I'm not sure how much Jesse Colhoun can count as a player you know, in this one here with four points in the, the what, his 14, 15 minutes with four missed tackles. So very frustrating in that time that he was out there. He couldn't contribute really at all for us. I did bring in Farnworth this week. And what the funny thing with that is that at the time that if I you know, was able to get a, a Jesse Colhoun or something like that to, to be able to play or a Brandon Hands, oh, sorry, Brandon Hands that can't play. Um, but for Jesse, if he was able to come in and play for us next week um, and get a 15 or 20 that we're hoping that... Um, yeah, I was going to need that center position. And then we lost. We're basically good chance of losing Horsburgh. He's going to fight the charge, apparently. We're good chance of, of losing him. I don't know how that's going to work exactly, given that he it was just a grade one. And he's only having to, to get the three weeks because of carryover points. So, yeah, very interested in to see how that uh, is going to work out. But we just found news about Tohu Harris as well. It looks like he's going, uh, he's going to be out definitely for this round as well, to go along with plenty of other players here. So we're very much hoping for Hines and Murray to return. That uh, would be very, very helpful for us. I think you know, Tedesco we're hoping for as well. So it's likely this stage for my squad that we'll have Hans, Panasini, Hopgood out, Ponga number four, Manu number five there, Harry Grant, Harry Grant potentially number six. And, and then from there we've got Jesse, we'll say he's going to be out number seven. And then Valance out at number eight. So that would leave me with 13 players. If that was uh, how this worked out, um, meaning that would mean that we definitely have Hines and we also have Teddy back as well. So it's going to be a shocker. And our lovely rank that sat sort of anywhere between the 50s 
into the sort of 100 range, I think it'll blow out uh, outside the top 100, which is pretty sad given um, you know, where we're at a few weeks ago. You know, we're sitting in a really, really good spot. But um, yeah, I suppose this is where like, you, need, you need sort of at least four trades coming into here in here around 26 and then round 27, probably using two in each would be would have been the goal and, and that's very very hard to do and and for a side like myself that didn't start perfectly well had to use those trades up front and that's definitely something we'll look into trying to perfect next year is, is starting a lot better so we don't have to chase in with those trades there and then you know there's a little period there where we lost Dylan Brown to his uh, off-field issues and we had a couple of other injuries that really hurt us in that middle section which made us trade pretty hard there as well. So there are two sections that we probably could have been able to keep sort of another another three in the bank. Like we end up getting pretty unlucky coming into last week with the injuries to Teddy, uh, to Garrick and the like there. But um, yeah, we would have been able to save that that couple more uh, across the season and, and, and sort of finish pretty well and, and sit us around that 75 mark maybe rather than getting out to about 130 or something like that that, uh, that we're going to end up with here. So we'll get into that last game while we're here first and then quickly move into uh, the rankings. And it's actually going to be a very, very interesting position there, uh, battle for first place there up the top. But it's uh, really, really good scores here for a bunch of uh, interesting players, in, especially in the night side there of importance. And then you know, a few really uh, well, well-purchased well and, and well-owned uh, Sharks players as well. So Dylan Lucas is 77. We've been speaking about him as, as such an incredible uh, player for fantasy uh, when he first came in and, and hit a couple of good scores and he had a few games off the bench as well to drop down his average but a four, 454k um, yeah, priced man he is at 90, a 92k jump with his 77 he was incredible with his try and try saver to go along with big base at that Ponga looks like an AC joint injury so yeah he's going to be out for this week and hopefully for the night's sake and his sake he can get back for the finals there for 76 to, to round out an incredible back half of the season, getting ending up at 821k. So for an average of 51, that's just sitting a little bit over 700k. So he shows here how much uh, he's exceeded that in the past few months there. So well done to him. And another shout-out to Cam McInnes as well for an, an incredible season and an incredible back sort of month or so. And he'll be there next week and he'll be doing his thing. So, yeah, 60 tackles in 62 minutes, 100 metres gained. Awesome work from him. And Dan Kagai the same, 70 in his effort there, just averaging under 55 for the season. He's had an, an incredible one as well. And, and yeah, it really helps, actually, both him and, and Pong are not playing Origin there for them to be able to, to come out and dominate for the rest of the year. So a big congratulations to to Dane and, and owners of him. You know, he was the play this week and, yeah, the last week and, and every other week from that in the centre position. He's going to be so expensive next year, or probably around this price at 760-odd if, uh, if everything stays the same price-wise. Toby Rudolph, what about the two tri-savers, three turnover tackles in his time out in the park there? So he had up with 50, 52, minus six in base, 46 in base, and then uh, yeah, adding the other 22 there, which is very, very cool. For Toby there, he's had a couple of amazing weeks in less than minutes, this one. Clume was awesome as well. Three tries in this one to go along with his uh, yeah, couple of forced dropouts as well. Awesome effort. Adam Elliott kind of being the yo-yo up and down each and every week. And then you've got Connor Tracy's 57. So he ended, you know, would have been, ended up being the better play than Herbie Farnworth in this one. And you know, it wasn't to expect that he was going to be the one of the ones that you know, likely without Nico Hines, they were going to get beat. And that was the case here, 32-6. to six. Well done to the Knights again. Sharkies really, really need to win next week now to, to try and, and slot themselves into a home final. Fifth or sixth would be ideal. But Tracy doing his job. 
Nicker had a try disallowed there, uh, and one of his line breaks rescinded as well. But he uh, he, he did a lot in this one. Forty five tackles as well it was great. Best was big, so was Graham. Fifty three for him. Incredible work. He got Trindle there, the fifty two. In this one as well, and that was to be expected. You know, but two try saves, two turnover tackles though. So yeah, probably could have ended up in the in the high thirties if he wasn't to uh, yeah wasn't to get those. But yeah, it's part of the game. Frizzell, the fifty one, he would have been the guy I would have grabbed instead of uh, Herbie Farnworth if it was positionless, and that would have been the better selection there. Obviously, an extra fourteen points would have helped me out and probably stuck me about the ninetieth overall. Dom Young solid, obviously with Blake Braley. Greg Mosley got a try there. In the end, he was pretty low for a good while. You know, not not through negatives, it was just through not much ball going right out to his wing, and and they were obviously scoring tries in other positions there as well until it got to him there in that one. You then go to Leo Thompson, continues to do great work. Crossed and led the thirty six, a little bit low for him. Hazelton thirty two in him in himself there. Malatalo was okay, obviously in a beaten side. Uh, same with Talakai on that side, twenty and twenty five, just okay at best. Uh, but we do expect those types of low ones. And the real, the big loss uh, helped my side out, but obviously not a lot of yours, is, is the 10 from Ramian. And you're very close to that of Jesse Colquhoun. If you're playing both of them and hoping for you know, at least something over 20, then uh, you're very much uh, disappointed in that one. So obviously a lot meant a lot of this game was played through the middle. You see obviously the tackle numbers from McInnes, a lot of the work from, from Toby Rudolph and um, you know, on those edges there with, with guys at Nicara. Dylan Lucas being able to, to provide a lot of effort on that side. But, um, yeah, when Gagai is getting 13 tackle breaks and, and Pong has got eight there to go along with, um, you know, six from Dom Young, Bradman Best getting three in that one there. All the outside backs from from the Sharkies are going are gonna to struggle a bit. So that's that there, the 10 from Ramian. Not what you hope for, especially when you can get 107 metres. You would expect a little bit more, but end up getting neg- negative seven across the board there. So that's the um, that's that last game. And then... You're finishing off the, the round results here as well. So let's go to my leagues to kick things off. And I did get pumped in uh, in a couple of them there. Uh, thankfully for me, I did win the uh, did win the semi-final of the Gargoyle Championship, but I'm cooked against Eddie. Uh, he seems to be in all of mine, unfortunately. And he beat me here in the uh, head, head-to-head there as well. So uh, 978 he ended up with. And, and he's absolutely flying at the moment. I think he's in the top 20 Overall, uh, and very similar to that of, of AFG Kosi with 968. Again, I had a very poor week, so unlikely. Uh, unfortunately, Dan, Dan there, I was able to smash him. He, he's at uh, his team's even more decimated than mine. And then AFG Gummy, a massive score at 1016. So big, big efforts on those three. So that was the grand final in the Rudleys and also the Ham Head. I lost both of them. I have made it to the finals instead of the Gargarov, but uh, I don't think my. T- my team's definitely more decimated than what Eddie's is. And then uh, the Revenge of the Broncos one, I believe, was the semi as well. Yep. So, yeah, AFG Kirstie. So, George is in that one as well, up against Gumby there. So, yeah, tough times, tough times. Private group, we got spanked again. So, Matt just takes back the league in this one, not a, the lead in this league. 944 there. A little bit of a slender one. He's uh, obviously got a, a few more playing than myself. I'm, yeah going to be basically i'm going to be the worst decimated or close to it compared to everyone else and uh be interesting to see if it should happen anyway Lockie and also sam depending on how team list goes obviously but there's a good chance that both of those guys will overtake me in this one again it depends what happens with the guys like isaiah Yo and Payne has if, if they're both both missing then it could be a little bit tougher for you know some of these guys obviously you know what's happening with walsh if he gets arrested um 
yeah, and the rest should be playing, which I think is going to be enough to probably overtake me. But uh, yeah, amazing, amazing week from a lot of these guys here. Scored really, really well. Mitch D got uh, 1,026, which was awesome. And yeah, who else? We had? Oh, Ryan, he just, just got under me. But everyone else basically beat me in this one. So the race is hitting up for the cash prizes in the in the private group. Um, so a bunch of these guys are, are able to, to win a lot of these prizes, which is cool. And uh, yeah, I wish them all the best of luck heading into that last round. It's coming into the balance there. You've got all the way down to, to Mitch D, who's 76 points behind Matt. So that could definitely be, be caught up in these last rounds. And it's incredible how um, how close it's ended up when it was really only between a few of us. And I'm, I think I'm definitely out of the race now. Uh, 35th, uh, 31st in my NRL Fantasy Analysis community. Fourth in the podcast. Fourth in Cowboys overall. Fourth in the J Brown fan club there. So good stuff across the board. I got beat pretty hard in this podcasters league. And, and as said, Eddie's clearly on top there. Uh, ranked 20 overall, Chris is 35th, and Stuart is 39th. So, yeah, it's really just Scoop that likely to be Scoop. Maybe Nick that could overtake me in this one. So a top six finish out of, of 23 there is uh, is pretty pretty decent there across the board. Uh, but, yeah, some good scores there in, in that group there. Uh, and let's just finish with the rankings, guys, which will be cool. So in this one, all right, so Nige is up top and 598. So 24598 against 24524. So, yeah, only 74 points behind is Todd compared to that of Nigel. And it looks like, again, depending on how things goes, Nigel doesn't have Manu, which helped him. Um, but you're looking here, it depends what happens to guys like Robson. Does Teddy come back? Does any of these other guys get rested? Like, um, probably not going to matter if everyone has him, but SJ. Um, to go along with Payne Haas, Grant, which I think yeah, Booze has um, Payne Haas as well. No, he didn't trade him out. That's right. Yeah, so no no Manu in this one. But Horsburgh definitely there. Hopgood, he's got Penasini as well. Tanner Boyd's already there. Skelton and, and Garrick. So it looks like Todd might have a little bit of an edge. Can he catch up more than 70, though, in that last round? That last round is going to be very, very interesting. But yeah, Rob's in third there. You've got Kyle. Um, in fourth, which is really cool. Brenton moves into fifth. What do you end up with this week? A 9.59. Still a solid week. And um, you end up leaving out Kotrick. Played Wade Graham, which is great. So, yeah, that worked out really, really well. Has Nico and Murray to come back. Uh, Appy should be playing for sure. Obviously, Manu and Ponga likely to miss out. So, Hopgood there. Looks like he should be able to... I think... I'm not sure if he has a trade left or two. But, um yeah, maybe had to get close to that 16 or so on the park. Obviously, Tohu Harris missing as well. So, yeah, the guys that don't have Tohu is going to help out as well. But it's going to be a wild uh, last week in NRL Fantasy for this for this year. Um, interesting to see how it all unfolds tomorrow. Team list is going to be funny just to go through um, and then look at our teams and, and see where we're at. So, yeah, please tune into that one. It's going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. And then I'll hopefully get out get out on this lake and, and get out skiing in the next few days. Which we-